Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. It's Des here, and it's great to be back. And I had the best sleep I've had in a long time last night. Um, and so this is how rested I feel. I actually did an intro to this episode yesterday morning and, um, yesterday was Tuesday, right? So Monday afternoon, my allergies were so bad. It's so bad here at the moment with the pollen. You could see it everywhere. Green on your car. Um, I took a Zyrtec because I take the Claritins, but I just feel like Zyrtec has more oomph. But you do get quite drowsy. And yesterday I did an intro, but I was so drowsy. I had to wake up at the I had to wake up at five a.m. to do a Zoom writers' room with somebody in New Zealand. Uh, and waking up at five a.m. is not a problem for me, except the Zyrtec had me so drowsy. So after the Zoom writers' room. I did, I did an intro for this episode, which coming up, by the way, is a chat with Tony Cho, comedian friend of mine from my days breaking China. I mean, really one of my closest friends in China. And uh, he, helped me, he helped me out no end in, um, it, during my Chinese journey. And then we started, not, not the English language comedy club together, but we started the Yomo Xiao Chu. Well, I was... I was um, it was a direct translation from the humor section. So the English language comedy show was called the humor section because it was the the show was in a bookshop, and there's no direct translation, so we called it the Yomo Xiaochu, which is really just humor neighborhood. It doesn't translate, but that was kind of a joke in itself, you know, just bad English to Chinese translation. So we started the the humor neighborhood together. Anyway, I. Uh, I, I I did a chat with him a few days ago, actually about five days ago now. I just wanted to get an update on the what, what it's like in China and how it was for him in Beijing. Um, and uh, it was it's a it's a good chat. It's not amazing chat, and that's uh, not nothing to do with me or Tony. It's just the delay. Was, there was a lot of delay, so it was hard to really get any good banter going. But it's still it's still interesting to get the, you know, it's still interesting to get a bit of a Chinese flavor. I also didn't ask any tough questions because. You know, these Zoom calls are not that secure. And I know that some people think I'm being super paranoid, but, you know, the Chinese government employs literally millions of people to listen in on anything. And Tony is in the media. And I just didn't want to take any risks with uh, Tony's life or certainly his career, which would be more real. I, I don't think he's going to get killed, but, you know, I just don't want him to get in any trouble. So long story short, it's a good chat. Not amazing, but... Uh, that's not his fault or, or my fault, really. It's just a, a tough, uh, tough chatting scenario. Uh, needless to say, that's coming up. So I did. I, I wanted to put that up yesterday, and I did an intro with this Zyrtec drowsiness on me, and I I didn't I didn't not put it up because the chat wasn't good. Just I got distracted. Things happened, and I ended up never uploading it. 
I, I never edited it, actually. I never put it all together and edited it. And then I was going to bed last night and... Or sorry, I wasn't even going to bed last night. Like last night I could have edited it and, you know, put it up. But I just kept falling asleep on the couch. So I sort of started falling asleep on the couch at 7 o'clock last night. And I never really woke up. I got up once to walk the dog and then I went back to sleep and then... Lo and behold, five, six o'clock this morning. I woke up at five, but then I, I dozed back off. Six a.m. I was up. I slept, you know, like eleven hours. So I feel great today. Jesus Christ, I'm like a new man, you know. So, so welcome back. Welcome back to a rested life. Truth be told, I haven't slept well since I I had this bloody dog. You know, it's almost like I finally got over the dog anxiety. I still have the dog, by the way. You know, I I. I even though the shelter told me to bring her back, I just can't bring myself to bring her back just yet. You know? Um, Even though I don't think she's really... I don't think she's a safe dog to have in the house. That's the truth. But I'm not worried about it um, until somebody is coming to visit, which uh, there's no plan for that for a while. That's the thing about the pandemic. You can be pretty sure that nobody's coming over. So I still have the dog. And other than her incredibly unpredictable behavior, she's a good dog. The only problem is that that unpredictable behavior is pretty dangerous. Um, as I look down at my uh, the, the the remnants of my bite mark on my hand. So anyway, um, I don't have much to complain about. Trump is out of his mind. I'd love to do a Trump rant, but it's just too much now. You know, he took hydroxychloroquine. Whether he did or not, it doesn't matter. Then he's saying that the studies are phony. I mean, he's such a disaster. I, I, do, do I need to remind people that he was an anti-vaxxer up until recently? I mean, he, he this guy is just a straight-up clown. Um, you know, he was saying that, uh, you know, vaccines cause autism. Uh, you know, he's in with, um, what's-his-face name has gone out of my head for a sec, but, you know, the original vaccine caused autism doctor. I mean, his name used to roll off my tongue, but just like everything during this pandemic, I just feel like... I feel like my brain is not working properly. But um, anyway, uh, I, I just can't be bothered ranting about Trump right now because he uh, it's just so insane how bad he is. Um, and getting rid of inspector generals and just everything. And, and, and he's such a genius in the sense that he created this concept of the deep state and the media. So basically... Anything that can be critical of him is considered an enemy. You know, uh, you know, like e- even this uh, hydroxychloroquine study, he says they were enemies of Trump. You know, so so just to be able to basically say that anything critical of him is because there's a bias against me, and then his supporters would just eat that up. I mean, it really is ingenious. So he has to literally answer no criticism. You know, it's amazing. Um. Which is why I thought it'd be fun to talk to Tony Cho, because he's in China, this place that Trump is uh, so angry about now, even though he completely was kind of like praising Xi Jinping until it was no longer his benefit to praise Xi Jinping. So he's gone against the, so he's, you know, he's gone against the WHO and China hard now, because obviously his response has been so terrible you know, he thought he was going to get away with it, just play it down, and then it would pass. It didn't. It's been a total disaster here. So now he has to act like that wasn't his fault. 
And while it is absolutely true that you should criticize China for the cover-up, I, I, I don't understand what the difference between China's cover-up and Trump's cover-up is in the sense that China, China maybe knew. So the only thing that's more sinister about China's cover-up is that perhaps they knew it was spreading and they pretended that it wasn't. Uh, until it was too late, and then we had a global spread. So that is pretty sinister, and they deserve a lot of criticism for that. At the same time, it was clear that that was happening in January for Trump, and he took no action and pretended it was fine for uh, essentially two months. So which is worse, the the sinister nature of, of a cover-up or the incompetence of two months of hoping it was going to work out? When in actual fact, you could have just taken extreme action and you didn't take extreme action because you knew that, well, you thought that the hurt to the economy would affect your reelection chances. Whereas in actual fact, if you just were strong on it, you'd be guaranteed to be having another four years right now. Now, if you jumped on and just like locked down early January or not just locked down, but certainly just like got the testing, did all the things that needed to be done early instead of pretending it wasn't going to happen. You'd be guaranteed another four years right now. Sleepy Joe would be sitting there in his bunker thinking, I'm fucked. But instead, not only did you destroy the economy, which you were afraid of destroying because it would affect your, your chances, you've, you've made it worse. You, the pandemic is, the, the deaths are astronomical. The spread is astronomical. Everything that you've done is fucked up. So now you got to go after the WHO in China, even though essentially you're criticizing them for doing what you did, which is not act fast enough, you know? Which is which almost almost every world leader did because the information comes out slow. But once the gravity of the situation was realized by most leaders, they did take it seriously, except for you, perhaps Boris Johnson, and maybe some American governors. So everybody is guilty of not acting fast enough. But the real guilt lies with people who, after a slow response, maintained a sort of... <clears throat> a defiance of science uh, to protect themselves or certainly to, to not want to face up to the reality that this is too serious to not act. So anyway, Trump, uh, you can blame China all you want and the world deserves to criticize China for their cover-up, their slow, uh, you know, the, the slow response of getting the word out there that this is serious potential for a global pandemic. All that criticism is worthwhile However, it didn't come from you at a time when uh, you didn't realize how much you fucked up. It's only coming now because you're looking to cover your own ass, which is basically what you do all the time. Uh, so anyway, that's that's uh, that's that. It's just a little intro to uh, Tony Cho. Now, Tony doesn't, we don't get into Trump really. And um, I really just put this up as to, just to give you a flavor of what it's like over there. Um, and uh, I'll talk to you guys after the app. This is Tony Cho. Uh, talk or show, Um my good buddy. Talk to talk, chat. I I want to say chat or talk. I couldn't pick one. Talk to you after the app. Say good morning, America. God. Oh my God! How do you Tony Cho? Oh my God! How are you? Oh my God! Time flies. Oh my God! Oh my mow! I'm grayer and you're hairier on your face. <laughs> Jesus. 
How does it happen? How does it happen that you can spend so much time with somebody and then not see them for years? Life is strange, Tony, huh? Yeah, yeah. How are you? Anyway, we don't have that much time, so we'll skip the niceties, but how are you in general? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. People are all okay, I think, in China. I know that uh, you invite me to remind everybody that uh, the danger is not far away, right? <laughs> well, actually, no. I mean, to be honest, a lot of people ask me, uh, because I lived in China before, like, hey, how is it in China? And actually, I talked to Xuanzhen a little bit. I sent Leo a message the other day, but I don't know if he got it. And I'm asking you, I haven't actually like, I haven't actually asked that many people. So first, let me ask you, what was it like in the in the in China during the heart of the lockdown? Like, how restricted were your movements? You mean right now? No, because no. Orig originally, like after the breakout in Wuhan, and like, you know, what was the vibe? Uh, yeah, this. You know, it's very interesting. Me and my parents are preparing for a trip that was uh, very close to the Chinese New Year, mm. very close, like a few days before the Chinese New Year. And uh, we're, we're, we're about to join a, a, a TV program in Shenzhen. Uh, we even uh, bought the ticket, the flight. Um, but we delayed one day, and then we saw the news and coming on. And you know, people are all panicked. Yeah, at that time, his early days, the people are very <clears throat> in a very uh, panic model. That, that uh, I also hear people say, "Oh, mind the mind the people with coughs, mind the coughs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the same. You know here. what I did for it was the same here. Yeah, yeah. So um, in the very beginning, like people just don't like like paying attention. It just uh, then uh, we we saw some uh, like uh, rapidly some uh, uh, WeChat news. Like it's spreading yeah. around on our social media, and then we realize, oh, how hard and how dangerous it is. Yeah, this is the real deal. And so you were in Beijing, though, right? So I know it was coming to the Chinese New Year, but you were in Beijing. Like, how soon did they just lock down Beijing? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Beijing is never really locked down. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, I, I think it's right after uh, the first Spring Festival, because I remember. Because, you know, we go through, it's a long time to me. It seems a long time to me already. I know, I know. It's longer away for you. It's, we're still, you know, we're still in the, in yeah. the thick of it. So that's I feel like it's serious. Yeah, so I feel like it's all, it all passed. But in the beginning, we, what, what strikes me is that when I see, oh, there's no flight to an America, 
because at that time the the price for the flight to an America cost me uh, like more than ten uh, more than ten thousand U.S. The ship is yeah. Oh, but that's because so, we don't we don't want you fucking you, you, it's your we don't want the Chinese virus in America. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, honestly, you guys are done with us. Like our, our relationship yeah. is over. I actually this whole interview is to tell you. That you can go fuck yourself and your goddamn virus. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're. I remember that we're scheduled to be back to work on uh, February the tenth, but then we're waiting for like news of a delay every week. Mm. So it's a week after week of a delaying on back back into work. In, oh, did in you have to? Did you have to stay in your apartment, or you just didn't go to work? Oh no! We just have to stay in our own apartment. We don't yeah. uh, even like visiting your friends is not allowed. It's strictly yeah. not allowed. And how we are they? A, how, how are they policing that? Don't get yourself in trouble. But how are they policing that? Uh, how we? Uh, what? How were they like policing it? How you know like how were they? How are they making sure you didn't do that? We have uh, <laughs> we have uh, the complex policemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh so like every but that was like a volunteer thing or was it actually like uh the the policeman it's not the real policeman it's uh some volunteer uh volunteer work and also right. the community community regular uh 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 staff private pass we're issued a private pass so people without the private pass, uh, you cannot get back to your own apartment. Even it's interesting for some people, uh, no longer lives in their own apartment because they don't, they did not live there, so they didn't get the private pass. So the the police, the the the, the complex policeman doesn't recognize them. So there's some oh. trouble. Oh, because because they hadn't been in their apartment at the time where they were yeah. doing the passes, so they didn't have a pass to get into their own apartment. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, so, so you you are working for Sohu now. Are you are are you working as a performer? You're actually working as a producer, or what? I would say uh, both. <laughs> okay, so are you guys a lot? Are you guys all working remotely? Or are you back in work now? Because you guys have been past it for a while now, right? Like you guys, how opened up is Beijing? Uh, I think it's almost like uh, all all the people are gradually back to work, but it's a step by step. In the very beginning, like uh, only a small percentage of the people are back to work, and then we're increasing the numbers and more and more. But even in uh, uh, even now, like we still have some uh, um, mm, social distance while we have the meeting, and we have to wear the mask. And also, everywhere we go, we have to take the temperature. And show your status of health. Oh, and how also, do you show? How do you show your status of health? How do they do that? We we'll have some kind of an app, like tracking your uh, 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 your fourteen days of <laughs> travel. If you're trying to get pregnant. <laughs> your temperature reporting, <laughs> whatever you know, we're watched by the government. All right. Yeah. Well, they were doing they were doing that anyway, so it's pretty handy. It's pretty easy for them to continue to do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so are you, so sorry, are you, you're going back to the, you're, you're going into the office now. You go to work today, nine o'clock, you're going to the office. Uh, not nine o'clock. Yeah. But almost 10 o'clock. Sorry. Sorry. But, but what I mean is like, you're, you are going in, you're actually, you're leaving your house and going yes. into work. Yes. Yes. Oh, 
but no performance, as Xuan Xuan said. No, n- not a single performance. Not only um, performance, but also uh, movie, cinema, film theater. All, all closed still. All closed. It's hard no, time for no attempt. No attempt to do social distance performances or anything. No, no. Oh, okay. So a, a couple of quick questions because I, I I know I know you don't have a, a ton of time. Plus, I actually screwed up too. I have to do a I have to do another thing at eight thirty. But uh, are, are what's the vibe about the fact that like there's like a couple of clusters now back in China? Are people starting to think, oh God, it's coming back, or they think that the everybody's going to stay on top of it? You know the way there's one in like Jilin province. There's like a new one in mm. Wuhan. You guys are getting all that, mm. right? That's not that's not secret information, right? Yeah, I think like people from different places feel just different. Like in Beijing, I I guess in most of the uh, provinces or cities, and people are feel like, oh, we already passed away. Yeah, it already it will already go through it because <clears throat> the restaurants are 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 filled with people now. Really? Bars? Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been like this for for a while. Last day. Uh, uh, last week, I went to the brewery. You know, there was a long queue. I was waiting in the queue for half an hour. Social distance or no? Uh, yeah, with the social distance. On the queue? Yeah. All right. Okay. Wow. So, it's, so really, you guys are getting back to normal. And you would, think that you, you would think that people would be freaking out because it's so, you know, so many people that they'd be, like, worried about getting back to normal. But Yeah, but in, we, we just... We just now it's the most that people don't care anyway. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, no. It's the yeah, that's Beijing. I think I think in most of the cities it's the same. But in just like a Dongbei, Jilin or Heilongjiang, uh where like a, a, a late uh, case was found. Yeah, they're blaming people. the Ru- they're blaming the Russians. Yeah. In Heilongjiang in Harbin, like people are, are not allowed to get out of their own uh, block, I think, still. Oh, really? So they still have, yeah. they still have a, a, like, a lockdown? Yes, yes. And, and then what are, uh, so what, what are Chinese people saying about, well, two things. One, about the West dealing with it later on, and then two, what are they saying about Trump complaining about China all the time? <laughs> if, you, if you watch the uh, night news in China, that's almost the joke right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they are, they are doing a personal attack to the uh, politicians in America day by day right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the Chinese people just don't think um, like they, you know, they're leading in the, the audience in China saying that, oh, Trump is uh, like, uh, take China as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. And also, like, uh, oh, we all go through this. Why didn't those Western countries like, t- like, 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 copy us? Like, copy the homework? All right. So they're basically saying that the Western countries didn't copy the way that China shut shut it down, and they're now paying the price. Uh, that that's kind of the vibe on the Chinese news. Uh, yes, yes, but you know, but to me, it's like. It, the whole thing is like Olympic Games, you know, with people in, at home watching the coronavirus getting higher, stronger, and faster. And, um, in, and in, in, in as safe a way as pa- possible, would you say that people in general in China are content with how it was dealt with? Uh, I, I would say that people just have no choice, actually, because, you know, in China, like most of people are led by this. By the by, the state-owned media, 
And uh, they're going to train people in this way that, oh, China is so powerful because we can control everybody. Yes. We're more efficient. And then we all grow through very quickly. They take example of Western countries. They see uh, blah, blah, blah. But what people are really concerned about is their own life because people are losing their jobs. I yes. see a lot of cars and clothes and a lot of people um, like the small business runners are, are having a hard time. And also the performers have no uh, like uh, uh, compensation from the government and et cetera. So I yes. think people just care more about themselves. It's, yeah. It's really here, you know, Trump, Trump is obsessed with opening up, which obviously is, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure some of it is concern, but then I, I think a lot of it is, you know, his concern about his own election. You know, he's not really concerned about people. He's mm-hmm. concerned about election. But in a way, it, it's the same thing in China. Like, are, are people in China talking about things won't be back to normal completely until there's a vaccine? Are you guys kind of on the same train as we are? No, I, <laughs> I just don't think like generally people don't don't care about the competition, the international competition. Yeah, but people who focus on the poli- uh, politics were talking about like, oh, if there's a ta- the, the Taiwan tension uh, with uh, the mainland <clears throat> and also in America, like we're having a trade war before, that's already yes. tied. And also like with Australia, because I saw news like uh, China cut the, 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 some of the trade like uh, from uh, between Australia and China when Australia was seeking for the origin questioning the origin of the virus yeah blah, yeah blah. yeah so australia's coming out strong basically saying that uh yeah. you know there was a there was a cover-up mm. but you know all those like really tight and real news are banned in china so it's just out of the people's discussion of course of course of course but sorry no but also are people thinking in china that things won't be back to normal completely until there's a vaccine is it the same kind of feeling there no, it, uh, like to me, like the, the, the rhythm I feel in Beijing is that people don't actually care that much about vaccine even right now because we think it's already over. It's just like wait for another like one month or two months because uh, we're having a different levels of emergency. Like in Beijing, we're now at level two, but in some other cities, some other uh, uh, level three. Level because three is better down to level four. And the entertainment, the live and performance are reopened. Oh, really? So, is any city back to level four? Yeah, I mean, some other cities, because we see, like, oh, the classes are... Gaza? are fucking... Uh, uh, <laughs> and she's not... <laughs> in fucking Lhasa, what, in Tibet? <laughs> you know, Xinjiang is great now. Xinjiang is great. Yeah, because they're all in Xinjiang a fucking detention camp. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, though. Oh, Xinjiang, <laughs> Xinjiang didn't have an outbreak? I mean, right now, I mean, talking about the immersion level, uh, Xinjiang is okay yeah. now. Oh, they're level four. Level three or level four, because, oh, uh, yeah. Because uh, if there's no new cases of being found, like, within 14 days, and then they downgrade the level. So we've seen, it, like, like, the things are developing in a very good uh, way. At least, you know, the, the statistics shows that way. So and the classes are more and more reopening, like in nationwide. I know. You know what we find hard to believe over here? We find it hard to believe uh, that China, China is so densely populated that they had such a small amount of, of, of death. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not asking you to get. I just, I just can't believe in Beijing that the, the outbreak was so small. 20 million people. I can't believe the outbreak was so small. And I'm actually shocked how open you guys are already. Uh, yeah, but. 
You know the Liang Hui, right? The double session,、mm. the most important political event every year.、Uh, it's scheduled to be、uh, held on、uh, the twenty first or twenty second of the May. You think about that. That's the signal. That's a strong signal, right? And they're having like, it. Huge people like that. Yes, May the twenty first or May the twenty second. Oh, so Trump will Trump will be getting ready to respond to whatever they bring up at that. Trump, <laughs> I, I mean, But, my, you know, my my podcast my podcast is obsessed with Donald Trump. Just so you know, that's why I keep that's why I keep bringing it up. Yeah, thank you for teaching me how America is right now through like joking about Donald Trump. Yeah, well, so in in Sohu and all these, you know, on the the content companies. That that they're mostly doing like stuff without audiences, right? So, like, what kind of content is going out now in China?、Uh, I mean, the taping is gradually back to the normal track, but it's still on the way. I would say, like、uh, beforehand, a lot of the programs are like suspended, the filming, and even though some of the going out projects are in a mode of、uh, everyone. To, Uh, at home, like uh, uh, using their cell phone, what we call it, like cloud filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From home. Yeah, yeah from home, cloud filming, or like only with the host, like in the studio. <laughs> I have. A, I, I came up with a great new idea for a show, for China. Okay, so this is、yeah. my pitch. This is my pitch to you, Tony. So, <laughs>、uh, it's called La Wai, but it's W H Y, and.、Uh, So foreigners, it's, it it follows、uh, foreigners in their relationships with their Chinese partner, and they're trying to get the parents of the partner, the Chinese parents of the partner, to agree for them to get married. And it's a documentary to see if they can, because we have ninety day fiance here, you know. But that's like a little bit different. That's like a sort of a blind date that turned into a wedding. But this, you have to find Chinese uh, uh, mixed mixed uh, couples, a Laowai and a Chinese. And you have to follow them trying to win over the parents.、Mm. What do you think? Not a good time. Not not a good time for that show because they, China doesn't like the La Wai right now.、Mm, yeah, you know we're doing the live performances on.、Uh, I don't know. We're doing the live streaming、uh, on the on our app on our platform. But you know the La Wai is strictly forbidden. <laughs> is that right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for, for for my listeners. Laowa is a foreigner, right? That's a so,、yeah. so I'm a Laowa in China. I'm a Laowa, but、uh, yeah. oh, so so you're not allowed to have、uh, foreigners on your streaming service. Uh, I mean, we can't, but we have to report it like ahead of time. Like, so what's like, Jesse? Really what's Jesse Appel going to do? What? What's Jesse Appel going to do? He can't do anything. Well, he's in America now. He oh, he's in America now. Anyway, but he has a Douyin. I, I, he has Douyin. I can't get Douyin. I can only get fucking TikTok. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that、uh, the 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 big production, like、uh, by the by the platform, is they have to have got a license, and when they got a license, they have to apply to every、uh, contestant's ID and、uh, information. So for that. Like if any like expat involved, you have to also report. Report. All、oh, right. So it's hard. It's hard at the moment to get. So the the、okay. days of the Laowai getting famous for just being able to speak Chinese is is over. 
<laughs> no, I think it's still going on. You speak good about how China dealt with the coronavirus. <laughs> Actually, I think that's what I'm going to do to further my career. I'm going to start doing uh, Chinese language videos, basically saying that I wish I was in China because they dealt with the coronavirus so much better than the West. And I, I'll, I'll just get so much, I'll, I'll get so many followers. But the problem is I can't get a fucking Douyin. I can only get TikTok. I can't get Douyin. Okay. You can't install that? No, I do. Have any, I guess I'm going to have to get a VPN because I, I need to get a Douyin. It was ironic that I have to get a VPN to get the TikTok. Exactly. I, I downloaded that. And it's the same fucking it. company. It's the same company. For those Who that don't know. comedy brings people together? Yeah. <laughs> so for those that don't know, TikTok is owned by Douyin. You know, TikTok was Musical.ly, but then Douyin bought music, bought uh, TikTok. So and, and, and Douyin and TikTok are meant to be the same, but you can't get TikTok on the, uh, the American App Store. You can't get Douyin on the American App Store, and you can't get TikTok. Yeah, it seems like in Taiwan in the mainland. Huh? That's what it's like, bro. But that's why they can't, you guys can't get TikTok because there'll be some Taiwanese on there saying that Taiwan is not China, and then all fucking hell will break <laughs> loose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tony, I better let you go, man. You got to go and uh, you got to go get ready for work. Um, oh, yeah. I, miss, I miss the fucking, I miss the Lao Shu Chong. Oh, yeah. Sad news. Sad fucking news. Yomo Xiao Chu is no more, huh? Yeah. We're still doing it after things closing like a, uh, trying different venues but not long after that but you know the outbreak yeah the, <laughs> the corona happened, man. and uh, i hear i hear harrison is like famous now uh he's have uh, some fan base on douyin yes. yeah douyin and i guess he has a lot of fans on douyin as well huh yeah just it got i think it got famous uh, during the COVID time Oh, right. Very quickly, See, like, I'm missing, I, I missed an opportunity, man. I should have made sure I got the Douyin. It was the Shen Shen was telling me that fucking, they're all blown up on Douyin. And I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm busting my ass dancing on TikTok. I got to be on fucking Douyin, man. <laughs> Do it. I know. I I'm going to have to I'm gonna send have your to video to me. Out. I can help you upload it. Yeah, exactly, man. I, I got to, oh, that's what I'll do, bro. You, yo, I got to, I'm going to send you money. You're going to get a phone in China. And you're going to be my remote Douyin guy. <laughs> you know? And then, no, and, then, and then whenever you want to do you know, anti-government shit, you can just put <laughs> on my Douyin. And then I'll get in trouble, not you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll have a longer, we'll have a longer chat in, in the future. But um, oh, yeah. I'll let you go now. Thanks, Tony. I just... I, this has been Tony Cho giving our eye on China. Our man in Beijing, Tony Cho, friend of the oh, yeah. Bishop podcast, star of Breaking China, Tony Cho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, final, any final words to most, mostly Irish listeners? Any final words, Tony? Uh, no, I think that's, that's it. That's you don't miss having an Irish, uh, Irish stew at Glendalock? And then drinking cold water and saying that the cold oh, yeah. water was making your stomach upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, um, you know, I, I, how can I, how could I put it? Yeah, I remember that. I remember the stew, the the the, the stew, right? Irish stew. Yeah. Yeah, that you, were, you, were, you were like you, you were that like restaurant. you were like there's like no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I really have nothing now. 
No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're like in the toilet somewhere in, in Beijing now. I what, they're trying this. Irish stew in Beijing? Yeah, I really want to try it again. I don't know if they have that in the patties. You know, the yeah, bar they will patties. probably have it in one of the Irish bars. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I still remember the last time we were in the restaurant and there's a picture of Xi Jinping <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, Tony. It's good to talk to you, man. I'll talk to you again soon. We'll stay in touch on the way soon. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Miss you, bro. Miss you. Shangri-la. Bye-bye. So thanks to Tony and thanks to you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back late Thursday night into Friday morning. Friday morning, most likely, you guys will be listening for uh, The Waffle House with me, Joanne, and Steve. The Waffle House will be back Friday morning. We're recording Thursday evening, uh, Irish time. So uh, that'll be up, uh, you know, like probably like 8 or 9 p.m., Thursday. So check that out. Uh, great feedback on all that, which is fantastic. Thank you. Don't forget about the Hello Steve O podcast at Hello Steve O. He's got a Patreon too. So uh, don't be afraid to be a patron of Steve's podcast in these tough times. He's got a he's got a, a daughter that needs to be fed. Uh, um, Joanne is at Joanne McNally Comedy. Uh, make sure to send her loads of feedback. Tell her it's a great idea that she's doing the podcast. Um, I'm at Des Bishop. Um, do subscribe do thank you so much so many great comments lately Um, it really does help and I really appreciate it so thank you for for stepping up on that effort Um, thanks for the 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 ratings and the Spotify uh, screen grabs and all that stuff thank you very much keep spreading the word Uh, we'll try to get these numbers up try to become one of the one of the top Irish podcasts um and hopefully we can sort of expand our, our brand globally. We'll, we'll, we'll be back Thursday evening, as I said. And until then, stay safe. Find yourself. Good day. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.